Welcome to the Listen for Life podcast with Genevieve Richardson. Genevieve is a speech-language pathologist rehabilitating adults with communication challenges after a stroke or due to a neurological impairment. Get equipped with knowledge from experts in the field and professionals you need to know. We'll hear stories and experiences from others who are navigating life with aphasia. So, put your earphones in and take a walk outside. This isn't just a podcast. This is a community, a resource, and a support system. We're in this together. Do life. Today, uh, we are getting into part three of the holiday video series, welcoming the unwelcome guest of aphasia during the holidays. I want to help you with tools and strategies to help you uh, get through the holidays, make them as joyful as is possible. Okay, so let's dive in. So part three, picture this. It's the holiday season, obviously, right? We're getting into it. When families gather, laughter fills the room, and the air is ripe with the scent of gingerbread cookies and pine. Now let's meet Len. Len was an avid athlete. He embraced the holidays as though they were an Olympic event. Uh, The holidays for him, full of zest, planning intricate meals and reveling in lengthy, hearty conversations with family and friends. But after a stroke, His world shifted. Words that once flowed easily are now obstacles in a race against time, a race Len feels he's often losing. While everyone else is busy with a holiday hustle and bustle, Len is caught in a snowstorm of thoughts and words he can't easily articulate. Len wants his family and friends to understand three key points this season. The first point, the gift of time. While others are ripping open gifts, Len's greatest gift is time. He understands what's happening and needs just a little more time to express himself. He wants to share in the laughter, the stories, and even the debates over the dinner table. The best present you can give Len this holiday season is patience. The second key point Len wants you to understand about him and his aphasia is that you need to carve out some space for him. What does that mean? Amidst the holiday chaos, kids screaming, holiday tunes playing, everyone talking over each other, Len feels like a wallflower at his own party. He's still there mentally taking part, but often feels drowned out. He's making a quieter space for him where he can converse in simple yet effective ways is a great way to include him. Why not pull Len aside to another room or a different area of the house to have your conversation? Because what we do know about aphasia is that there can be a delay or a lag in processing. 
they might hear the words as they come in, but their brain just needs a few extra seconds to process. And when you add extra chaos and noise and activity, it interferes with that processing time. So the third thing that Len would like you to know is to fill my stockings, but not my sentences. Nothing frustrates Len more than making assumptions about what he's trying to say. His words, although fewer, have value. When you let him complete his thoughts, you're filling his stocking with a gift of dignity. Let that sink in for a second. When you finish somebody's sentences, you are taking away part of their identity. You can be taking away part of their dignity. One time is not going to do it, but if it's a consistent habit, that's going to chip away at their dignity over time. In a season often marked by excess, too much food, too many gifts, too much noise, Len is a reminder that sometimes less is more, less haste, less talking over one another, Fewer assumptions can lead to a richer, more meaningful holiday experience for everyone involved. So as we navigate the holiday labyrinth of lights, laughter, lots of words, how do you like that alliteration? Let's not forget about Len. His story teaches us that we need to be truly inclusive. Sometimes all we need to do is slow down just a little and make room at our tables and in our conversations. So let's move on to Alvin. Alvin is our second gentleman that we're going to meet today. Alvin has a slightly different level of aphasia. So let's hear what his frustrations are with the holidays. So Alvin is a 52 year old tech director who thrives on challenges, both in the server room and in the kitchen. A family man to the core, he looks forward to the holidays like a child anticipating the first snowfall, for those of you that live in winter areas, that is. But after a stroke left him with mild aphasia, the most wonderful time of the year suddenly became a season of silent frustrations. Alvin has three things he wants his family to know. I'm still me. Alvin's cognitive abilities are intact. He has mild slurring at times of his speech, kind of sounding like he's been to the dentist or maybe had a couple too many cocktails. And an occasional wrong word doesn't mean he's lost his thinking or who he is. These issues, the slurring, the word finding, is just a detour on the road to expression. High stress, low words. Stress and fatigue worsen his symptoms. If he starts to slur more or chooses odd words, it's a sign he needs a break and not that he's regressing. It doesn't mean his aphasia is getting worse, it's temporary. And I think that's a really important point to acknowledge. Holidays are stressful, even without aphasia. Think about your own holidays. Maybe you have 
folks coming that um, maybe just because they're family doesn't necessarily mean you want to spend time with them. Maybe there's difficult personalities. Who's to say uh, what your stressors are? But add aphasia on top of that, and it's much more complicated. So the third thing that Alvin wants you to understand about his aphasia and the holidays is he's lost, but not gone. He can lose his train of thought easily. Noise, stress, fatigue, all of this can cause him to lose some of his words and it can be really frustrating for him. You can perceive it, you see it on his face, you can read it in his body language. You know when he's getting frustrated. The best thing you can do is to give him time. Don't shy away from the conversation. Keep your eye contact, engage, ask questions. If something comes out or you didn't understand it right, ask a clarifying question. Did you say, I can't even think of an example. Did you say such and such? Get confirmation, yes or no. Ask him if he wants you to help. Like maybe you absolutely know what direction he's going with his topic. Ask him if he wants help. Ask permission. Don't just assume that he wants your help. So he still wants to participate. He just might need a moment to regroup if he forgets his words. Holiday hurdles. Holidays can be stressful, right? I'm speaking the obvious. Whether it's trying to get a meal on the table or dealing with uh, the sheer number of people at a holidays, or maybe you're just having an intimate, uh, small group of people getting together. It doesn't matter. Your holidays are your holidays, but there are hurdles for every situation. Uh, Alvin is feeling a little bit of stress because the future in-laws of his daughter are attending this year. His daughter's getting married in a few months and family dynamics are a little more charged than ever. Take this into consideration. Conversations swirl around wedding plans. People uh, share their opinions. Maybe some people get a little hotter under the collar. Who's to say? But Alvin, trying to participate because he is the father of the bride, he might find himself stumbling with what he wants to say. He might get distracted. He might lose his train of thought. But it is very important that he still has the opportunity to share his thoughts amidst the whirlwind of family chatter. So let's talk about four strategies for Alvin, who has this mild aphasia that impairs his thoughts and his word finding. Patience, not pity. When Alvin is searching for a word, give him the time he needs. There is no race in conversation. It's about connecting. Pity will not help him find the words, but patience might. A quiet space. Dedicate a corner of the house to Alvin to retreat. If he's hosting, which in this example, Alvin and his wife are hosting the in-laws and his adult children and some miscellaneous relatives, he knows that he can retreat to the sun porch where it's much more quiet, he can get recentered and just get a breather. 
This is not isolation. This is a recharging station, much like those of you who own an electric vehicle, you need to recharge so you can keep going down the highway. Same thing about Alvin. He needs a quiet space. Active listening is the third point that he wants you to understand. Listen with your full attention. Eye contact goes a long way to showing people that you are paying attention, not that you're doing five other things all at the same time. He needs your attention so that he's not distracted by the body signals, the um, clues he's picking up from you. And then the fourth, just to reinforce, I've said it already, eye contact. Eye contact goes a long way to showing him that he matters, what he has to say matter. This holiday season, as Alvin watches his family from across the room, his wife of many years, his adult children with lives of their own, he longs for the ease with which words used to come. But even as he wrestles with the annoyance of a stubborn vocabulary and occasional slurred speech, he is, is the word satisfied? You know, we all have word finding trouble. I'm having it right there. The word I wrote was buoyed. It's a funny word, right? Um, he wants his family's unwavering love and support. And they can do that by giving him time, not finishing his sentences, being present, giving eye contact. All of those things are so important for our folks with aphasia, whether it's Alvin or anyone else who has aphasia. So as you celebrate this year, remember that Alvin's battle with aphasia is just a chapter in his life and is not his whole story. He is still the man who loves to tackle challenges, cook the holiday feasts, and he dreams of traveling the world with his wife. The best gift you can give Alvin this holiday season is the space to be himself, flaws and all. It's important to consider how we can include everyone in the festivities. The stories of Lennon, Alvin, and Shirley from last week are just three examples of folks with aphasia and what they want you to understand. So Len's need for inclusion, we're, I'm going to be respectfully redundant just to drive the point home. Time, Len needs more time to speak and express himself. He can say 85% of what he wants to say if he's given time. Supportive environment, a calming atmosphere that doesn't rush him is ideal. He hates being spoken over or having words put in his mouth. Understanding, he wishes people understood what he knows and what he wants to say. He just needs the time and opportunity to say it. Alvin's need for inclusion, patience, Although Alvin's aphasia is mild, it affects his words and sometimes he loses his train of thought. But these word finding and uh, difficulty maintaining train of thought can be exacerbated by stress. He wants the freedom to find his words without the added pressure. Active listening. Don't just hear Alvin, 
listen to him, show him you're engaged and that his words, his interactions, his conversation matters. A safe space. Alvin may need to go take breaks from the hustle and bustle of the gathering. Doesn't mean he's isolating, doesn't mean he's pouting, it just means he's taking a break. And finally, aphasia inclusion. Why is it important? To reinforce this point, I wanna paint yet another picture. Let's say it's Alvin or Len or Shirley. If they are not included with the gathering, and let's just call out Thanksgiving, since that's gonna be really our first big holiday coming up in a month. If they are not included, if they don't feel valued, they're going to pull inside themselves. They are not going to want to go to a holiday party. They're gonna to wanna to stay in their room, stay in the den away from people and the festivities and the noise and the chaos because why should they try if other people won't try? Isolation is the worst thing for someone with aphasia, says people with aphasia. This is not me coming up with this on my own. This is from hundreds of conversations that I've had in my career with people who have aphasia. So strategies for inclusion, one-on-one -on -one conversations in a quiet space, allow him to participate, ask his opinion or say, hey, Len, that was funny story, right? You're not quizzing him, but you are including him. Eye contact, touch, physical touch can be something also to help someone feel included. For Alvin, make it a point to check in with him during the event, during the holiday gathering. Ask directly if there's something he needs or something you can help with and then wait for the answer. The holidays can be a season of hope. My mission, why I'm here is to help give you more information. This is not rocket science, but if you're not in the world of aphasia, you might not know the first steps to take. For Len and Alvin, the season is tinged with bittersweet challenge of finding their voice, both literally and metaphorically. Yet despite the hurdles, hope remains. Len finds solace in his spouse's understanding gaze when he struggles with a sentence. And Alvin feels heard when his son makes eye contact, nodding to him to indicate that he understands, even if the words that come out are not perfect. Both Len and Alvin prove that aphasia doesn't define a person. It's merely a facet of a rich and complex life. It is so important to realize that when someone has aphasia, they are still who they were. You have to remember their identity has been shaken. If they are used to being the man in the room and the jokester or the planner or whatever was their identity, realize that when you have aphasia, your identity has to shift. You may even have to develop a different identity because of the language challenges that you face. 
So let this be a season where we not only hear, but listen, not only look, but see, and not only touch, but feel the lives of those around us. Let's transform the holidays into a celebration of each individual's unique voice, aphasia or not, because a world that understands aphasia is a one that understands humanity. This is why aphasia inclusion is so important. So this was video three of our five-part video series, welcoming the unwelcome guest called aphasia during the holidays. I'd love to hear if that title resonates with you. So I've shared three personal stories about aphasia at the holiday, Shirley, Len, and Alvin. Next week in part four, you get to meet Bruce. Bruce doesn't have aphasia. So that's where we're, we're taking a little pivot here because it's not just aphasia. Bruce has a condition called ataxic dysarthria. You may have, you think you never heard of aphasia before? You've probably definitely not heard the term ataxic dysarthria. In general, when the person with this condition says words, they might be hard for the listener to understand. Words might slur, they might be mumbled, and they might come out with a different cadence. Just like you're hearing my voice, kind of this up and down, different intonation. Someone with ataxic dysarthria may not have, their words may be more disjointed. It, it's gonna take more concentration for you, the listener, to pay attention and process what they're saying. Again, you hear me say the word process. Think about your computer that processes. If any of you have a Mac and you get that, I think it's called the spinning beach ball of death. <laughs> I actually had that going on a lot this morning. Uh, my computer was processing. That spinning colorful beach ball just kept spinning. That is processing. So someone like Bruce with ataxic dysarthria, you, the listener, it's going to take more of your concentration and effort to process and understand what he has to say. He does not have aphasia. He has his thoughts. He knows what he wants to say and he can put the word, he can get the words out. It's just may not be as clear. You'll get to hear Bruce's story and what he and other people like Bruce want you to understand about his communication challenges. And also, how do you deal with if you don't understand him? Right? So many people with aphasia or other communication challenges, people stay away because they're embarrassed. They don't know what to say. Well, I'm going to help you with the words. I'm going to help you with the thoughts and how you can still connect with someone, even if they have a communication impairment. So speaking of something else that I am offering, in addition to this very specific far five part series that I've pulled together, I'm hosting a live masterclass. It's called from Challenge to Cheer, Crafting Aphasia Inclusive and Supportive Holiday Gatherings. It's kind of a mouthful, isn't it? But the point is, from challenge to cheer, I'm going to help you 
Not only do these videos give you insight and information in this live masterclass, we're going to pull it all together for you. This masterclass is a $300 value, but it's yours for free as my gift to you for this special holiday. What is this class? So here's, here's the official. Embark on a journey with me in this live virtual masterclass where you're going to learn about effective communication and create a warm, supportive, and inclusive environment for your holiday get-togethers. You're going to come away with practical tips and strategies. I have four benefits. Deep dive into understanding your loved one's needs. Benefit two, elevate your confidence, whether you are the host or the person and their family are traveling to your home at the holidays. This course is open to anyone who wants to join, whether you are directly or indirectly uh, impacted by aphasia. Benefit three, get tips and action strategies. It's all, I'm all about the doing part. We're not just gonna talk about the fluff. We're not just gonna get the behind the scene. You're gonna come away with some practical strategies that you can apply at Thanksgiving. You're going to discover some essential set, uh, steps to setting up an inclusive and comforting space that caters to the unique needs of those with aphasia. So what happens if you don't carve out some time to spend an hour with me? Spend an hour with me, please. You're going, you could potentially have some challenging situations. Holidays are filled with social events whether it maybe you're working and you've got holiday parties or maybe it's a neighbor get together or maybe your church is having a progressive dinner. It would be so sad to miss out on those opportunities for communication and connection with those folks. But if we put some strategies into place, it can be a whole lot more welcoming. You can miss out on some family moments. Maybe you're just getting together with friends and it's not with family. Why would you wanna miss out on connecting with your friends? Holidays inherently bring stress and anxiety. Let's eliminate or greatly reduce any stress or anxiety that comes with aphasia. My promise to you, for those who sign up and attend, you will learn how to overcome obstacles to find the right path for communication and connection with your loved one. Even if you've been frustrated or disconnected in the past, or you're currently disconnected from your person who has aphasia, or you feel overwhelmed with the complexities of caregiving, even if you apply one or two simple steps, it will help you move forward and create that connection with your person who has aphasia. There are two masterclass times available to you. The first one will be on Thursday, November the 2nd at 5.30 p.m. Central Time. And the second will be on Saturday, November the 4th at 9 a.m. Central Time. So I'm in Texas, I'm in the middle of the country. Join me for one of these two masterclasses. Spend 
I'm allowing 75 minutes for this masterclass. The first 60 is all about strategies and setting up the environment and what you need to take into consideration. And then we're gonna have a Q&A session. Come with your questions and I will do a rapid fire round and answer as many as I possibly can. To find out more, I'm still building the registration page, but right now you can go to dolifespeechpathology.com forward slash holidays. And there's a section in there that shows you the dates for the masterclass. Registration will be open soon. I promise to let you know as soon as it's open. I hope you found value and some inspiration in this episode today as you learned about Len and Alvin. I'm happy to answer your questions. If you want to reach me directly, you can do it through any of the social media channels. You can send me a message or you can even put it in the uh, comment section, whatever is easiest for you. Or you can email me directly, hello at dolifespeechpathology.com. Wishing you all an amazing week, and I will see you next Thursday when we meet Bruce. Take care, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to the Listen for Life podcast. We hope you feel empowered and supported. Head over to listenforlifepodcast.com to see the show notes with links and information from today's episode. Do you have a topic, a resource to share, or a guest recommendation? Inquiring minds want to know. Let us know in the comments section. Wishing you a fabulous week.